You're listening to AIB Market Talk, bringing you financial market insights from AIB's experts. Hi, and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm John Herfordham from our Treasury Unit, and joining me on this podcast is our Senior Economist, John Fahey. As our regular listeners would know, the Purchasing Managers Index is an indicator to provide a measure of the health of an industry, so any number above 50 puts it in expansionary territory. Anything below 50 is a contractionary territory. And John, looking at the PMIs, both suggest a loss of momentum in both sectors, um, although both still in expansionary numbers. But it looks more pronounced in the manufacturing sector if I kick off there. The AIB Irish Manufacturing PMI reading registered 51.1 in August, down from July's 51.8, indicating a further overall Expansionary number, but still a kind of a, a markdown. Can you bring us through what you think these findings show? Yes, John. So as you say there, uh, in terms of the region, it's still above 50. So we're still in expansionary territory, but uh, you know there has been a loss of momentum uh, in the sector. And the backdrop of that is obviously uh, weakening demand uh, amidst uh, rising inflation. And it was actually the August number represents the fifth consecutive monthly fall in the index. So it's been edging lower, uh, in other words, uh, suggesting slower growth. So still growing, but slower pace of growth uh, over the last uh, five months. So we're still in expansionary territory, but it is the lowest reading since October uh, of 2020. But uh, when you compare it to elsewhere, in terms of the US or the UK, uh, the PMI is still above uh, their respective manufacturing PMI. So we still are outperforming uh, some of the key advanced economies uh, from an Irish uh, viewpoint, but nonetheless, a loss of momentum overall. And what are the key subcomponents that we're seeing in there? And where are we seeing maybe a bigger danger to the overall manufacturing number? Well, when we look at the uh, subcomponents, you can see the reflection of the impact of weakening demand in that. So if you look at both the output and new orders components, both of those subcomponents uh, registered their third consecutive uh, months below 50. So in other words, contraction and, and the new orders is kind of a, a leading component. Uh, because it's looking ahead in terms of what business flows and what business orders manufacturing companies have. So we can see the weakness there. We also see weaker demand reflective in uh, one of the components, the stock of finished goods actually increased at its fastest pace uh, in uh, tr- over three years. Uh, and we are seeing though reports of ongoing shortages uh, of materials and shipping delays. So there still is uh, you know, constraints within the index, uh, but at the same time, weakening demand. But it's not all negative. Some of the positives, uh, apart from the fact that the, you know, headline number is still above 50. If you look at employment, it increased again, albeit at the slowest pace uh, since January of last year. Uh, And we have seen a strong increase too in in stock of input purchases. So, you know, uh, underlying demand uh, is weakening. Uh, The key subcomponents reflect that. Uh, weakening demand, uh, but the sector uh, is still uh, registering uh, growth. And if you look at the outlook component of it, uh, it's uh, from a sentiment perspective, sentiment is still positive, uh, but it did fall to its uh, weakest level since October uh, of 2020. So, you know, whilst overall sentiment is still positive, it's much weaker uh, than it was uh, over the last couple of months. And that's no surprise, uh, just given the global macro backdrop and all the uncertainty there. And John, moving across the AIB-sponsored services sector PMI index, we saw for the fourth time in five months 
the number is on the way down again, but it's still a strong number at 54.7, although down from July's 56.3. This kind of latest figure, Joe, is this this 18th month? Is that right? Did I read that? It's the 18th month. That it's in expansion territory. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you look at the headline number that you referenced there in terms of business activity, uh, you know, it's 54.7 down from 63, 56.3. So it's, it's the lowest level since March uh, 21. But uh, it's still a very solid uh, number. Uh, as we said at the outset, anything above 50 signifies expansion in the sector. So the sector continues to uh, grow at a solid pace. Uh, but it has lost some momentum too, but not to the same extent as reflected uh, in the manufacturing PMI. And, you know, similar to, though, if you look internationally, the Irish services PMI is performing better than elsewhere. Uh, so it's holding up much better than uh, the, its equivalent in the Eurozone, the UK uh, or the US. So uh, from an international comparison perspective, uh, the sector continues uh, to perform well. But even in the context of where it is from an Irish economy viewpoint, uh, it's expanding at a solid pace. Looking at the services report, um, and particularly when you're kind of getting into the detail of it, what sort of components in there are we see are we is driving that performance, and is there any cautionary kind of numbers coming in? Well, it's similar to to the to the uh, business activity index. What you're seeing in the main sub components is that numbers are still solid or even strong, uh, but there is some fallback in it. So if you look at new business, it's still strong, but it's now slowed for a sixth consecutive month. Uh, new export businesses at its weakest since January, uh, and respondents attributed the slowing demand to increased inflation uh, and some weaker demand from external markets, including uh, the UK. Now, though, from an employment perspective, we saw further marked increase uh, in employment. And in the service PMI, we do get a breakdown of the key sectors. Uh, and the services sector growth was, was fairly broad-based, uh, but business services did lag the other three sectors. Uh, but new business remains solid in all four sectors. So similarly, what you're seeing uh, across uh, all the different key subcomponents is, you know, it's still solid to strong growth, but uh, a lower number suggests that the pace of growth has slowed uh, for the services sector against the backdrop of just that more uncertain outlook, uh, rising inflation uh, and weaker external demand. And John, it's funny you mentioned the word inflation because reading both reports, it does kind of start to show or suggest an easing in inflationary pressures. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's very tentative signs uh, at the moment. But uh, when you look at the manufacturing PMI, uh, the inflationary pressures there, they remain strong. But there are some signs it is beginning to slacken. So if you look at the input cost index, it has continued to rise sharply. But the pace of increase is the slowest in a year. Uh, and output prices uh, in the manufacturing sector ease to a seven-month low. But they're still uh, elevated. Similarly, when I look at the key price pressure components uh, in the services, you know, you're see seeing uh, con the firms continue to experience uh, acute uh, price pressures, uh, you know, input prices, uh, further upward pressure, although the pace did ease to a six month low, but higher costs are still being passed on. So output prices increase at its highest pace, but the pace there is at a six month low too. But you know, when you look at the levels here that you're dealing with, uh, these levels for both input and output prices uh, are still very elevated. So what I would say is it's, it's early days yet. There are tentative signs that inflationary pressures may be starting to moderate somewhat, uh, but it's still very early days. Uh, in that, but both input and output price uh, components of the manufacturing and services 
do suggest maybe some easing in in the rate of inflation but again it's it's very early days yet and you know what i would say overall when we combine the two uh, ser uh service and manufacturing together what it tells you is that in the manufacturing you know we've seen a further loss of momentum in there still in expansionary territory but we are getting closer to that break-even level uh in the services sector that the you know that the levels are still higher they're still consistent with a solid pace of growth but again uh, some loss of momentum there and, and overall that's not surprising you know the irish economy uh, sits in the context of global economy which is in, seeing slower demand and a slower uh, global economic outlook so it's no surprise uh, that this is reflected then uh, in both the Irish and manufacturing PMIs. And then for in, in looking at the kind of condition of the current Irish economy, would you say it's a fair comment that they're both, the Irish economy reads as in being in rude health at the moment, but the dangers are afoot? Well, I would say in terms of the underlying fundamentals, uh, still suggests, you know, underlying growth can remain solid, but it is going to slow as we move uh, through the second half of this year into next year against that global macro backdrop of, you know, still very elevated inflation and monetary policy tightening in terms of the US, the Eurozone uh, and the UK. So what you will see is slower uh, growth from the Irish economy, but it can still register solid growth and, and these PMIs would be consistent uh, with that. And we we'll be paying close attention to these PMIs because these are high frequency indicators. We get them on a monthly basis. Uh, so they're leading indicators in terms of before we get uh, quarterly GDP data, which tends to be a, a lagging indicator. We don't tend to get it. If you think we only got the Q2 GDP numbers uh, last week and we're already well through uh, the third quarter. So these uh, PMIs, because they're released on a monthly basis, are very useful as high frequency indicators and the direction of travel uh, for those two key sectors in the Irish economy. John, as always, thank you for your time and the information and opinions. It's very valuable to our customers who are listening. And thank you to all our customers and listeners for joining us today. Stay close to all our podcasts by pressing the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Take care and good luck. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.